1: Brian out of the country until the 29th when he returns and we do our final Gio and Jones program. Andrew Filippone from Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh filling in today and tomorrow. He was here yesterday as well. Andrew, good morning. What's happening?
2: Hey, man. I did all the New York stuff.
1: You did yesterday. Last night, yeah. Whole, this is the best time.
2: Rockefeller Center.
1: Yeah. You have to do it. This is the best time to be in New York City, in my opinion. Right now. It pre Christmas, the lead up to Christmas, this is the best time. Spring, fall, summer, whatever. It's just the decorations, the spirit, the happiness, the all the touristy things. Yeah. This is the time to do it. And you hated it. it seems well, like.
2: it, here's what happened. We were right in front of the Christmas tree, I think. That's a well known
1: Of course, yeah. Rockefeller tree, the big yeah. tree.
2: Uh take a picture, as we're taking a picture, engagement proposal. Oh, yeah. Well, right? good
1: thing for you that you're already married. And- said,
2: guy said, you know, gets down on one knee says yes. Right. Five minutes later, we go to the other side of the tree. Another engagement oh. proposal. Now, tell me if this makes me a bad person. When the second one happens, did, b- did not want her to say yes. Is that bad? <laughs> no. Of I've already seen the yes. Give no. me a no in that spot.
1: Yeah, I know. It doesn't make you a bad person because. The for- first
2: one, oh, uh, you know, yeah. what a power move by this guy. Yeah. Second one, I want a little action. You like he hired a couple photographers that kind of snake oh, yeah. in the weeds, slipped around, click, click. Wow, yeah.
1: good for him. Hey, the second one,
2: yeah, you want a little action for yourself. Yeah. A little fun for you. Yeah.
1: You don't care about their lives. There's millions and millions of people that have seen that tree.
2: I've only seen that once in my life, but no.
1: I at, Was it at a sporting event? No, it was
2: at a public place. It was at a restaurant.
1: It was a flat out no. Not woman like A woman left,
2: guy was left there. Wow. Waitress came back over. Do you need anything else?
1: (laughs) Gave him the bill. (laughs) I think, Uh, I mean, uh, the restaurant's got to give him a free meal at that point. You know, I was
2: thinking about paying, I didn't do it, but I thought about (laughs) paying for him.
1: See, you're not a bad person. If you thought about that, you're certainly not a bad
2: person, but I didn't do it.
1: Well, it's really all about how the wife felt about all these things yesterday, not about how you felt about it. I mean, you're getting a cool. Opportunity to hang out and do these shows for her. She doesn't really care about that. She cares about doing the yeah. the New York stuff. So did she? I saw some Instagram pictures. I liked a couple of pictures of hers on Instagram. So it seemed like she had a good she time. She was
2: big into the idea of a Christmas themed bar.
1: Well, my and your wife, wife yeah. found that for right. her.
2: Yeah. So she liked that. Mm-hmm. And then she said, "Where should we eat?" She used your wife's recommendation again, and she did not like that one. Didn't like so, it. So. Gina went one for two yesterday. What I'll was, take that.
1: What was the place? that Some, you didn't like?
2: uh, I told her this, not to get too inside New York, but I said to her, you know, if you want to go to Little Italy, that's fine. I'm not big on eating there, though. Okay. Yeah. And you ate there. And we ate there. Okay. And it wasn't good. It was not. It, I think she just, okay, it's Little Italy. She thought she was going to have like the meal of her life.
1: Yeah. Doesn't work that
2: Does, way. Yes. That's Doesn't what I said to way. her. Yeah. Yeah. She, she he, loved Chinatown, though. She got a big kick out of that. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. You know what she said to me at one point? <laughs> what, what, what? I don't know. This is what she said. I thought it was a very clever comment. She said, if you live in Beijing, is there an American town? <laughs> and I said...
1: That's clever. I mean... Well, I, I, but, right? Is there an American
2: town? Well, I, I, what I what we settled on was, I don't think... New York City is a melting pot. It was an, you know, people immigrated here. It was a chance for a new beginning, so to speak. Like,
1: we're not leaving in droves to go to Beijing. Yes. Right, for opportunity. So, no, there
2: is not an American town (laughs) there, all right, where they have, like, cheeseburgers, hot dogs, and every day is the 4th of July. That place does not exist.
1: (laughs) Diabetes and (laughs) anger is in American town, right? Those are the things that are there. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you had half of a good day. So what are you going to do today now? You did all that stuff yesterday. Yeah. Today, you gotta, you got to try to top try it. To
2: try to one-up it, right?
1: It's going to be impossible. Two engagements at the tree. I know. Little Italy, Chinatown. By the not way, the, able thing to do you, it.
2: the thing you said at the end of the show yesterday really didn't happen. Not this, to get into the details. The of, sex. Yeah.
1: Well, you. I thought that it was supposed to happen because of the ovulation calendar because you guys are trying to have a child. How about this
2: ovulation calendar says it rates... It's like you ever go to a... A thai restaurant, and they say spice scale yeah, 1 like, to 10? Yeah, ten. 1 to 10, yeah. She said, the ovulation calendar says 10 out of 10 today. <laughs> and you didn't have that's sex? That's how they, uh, they yeah. just do, they well, do yeah, 1 that's to like 10 the, scale. Well, there's like a day that's the best. Oh, she said it was the best. And it didn't I happen? Didn't, I didn't have the energy for it. Wow, did that cause a problem? Not a l- minor one. See, and Dude, I did like twenty two thousand steps yesterday. That's way out but of my. There's, but
1: there's only one day out of the month that you got the ten out of uh, ten. I'm telling you, and yeah, you couldn't right. do
2: it. She said, "Now nah, we got to wait another month for this." So she's not all that wrapped up in it at this point. No, because- she is. I I tried to. Use- so she's she's really. Upset I tried then. to use one of your rebuttals. Did not work the way that I had hoped. Which I said, one was You that? know, do you really want to go on a honeymoon pregnant? <laughs>
1: Well, there's a baby. I go going. when
2: you're pregnant, you're tired all the time. That's yeah. all you are tired. You don't want to go to Italy or so like I'm like you've got a Groupon for Cape Town on your phone right now. You're not <laughs> going there pregnant, you know? Yeah, it's true. She goes, you're not tired in your first trimester. I go, now you're the expert on it. Okay.
1: Yeah, but you're sick in the first trimester. My wife just sick constantly in the first trimester, pregnant and petrified. <laughs> yes, and she she was petrified. She's always petrified. Yeah. When she was pregnant, she was pregnant. I said, you don't want to see the
2: prison Nelson Mandela was in your first trimester. Right. We're not doing that.
1: What's that going to do to the baby? You know, you think about that. A lot of emotions. Right. <laughs> they feed off of that. So. so no sex on the height of ovulation. No. That's a tough one. That, you're going to have to deal with that today. She probably let you go to sleep last night. Oh, you know about what she it.
2: did? She's on her phone with her mom probably the entire time cursing me out oh. while I'm sleeping. She's stewing. Ah she'll be stewing today yeah. Sex. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's six yeah. she's stewing she'll be there'll be a lot of stewing today mm-hmm. with her. You better hope you have a good day today you're going have to you might have to apologize right off the bat. You might have to start off with an apology. be like listen, I'm sorry i i now I realize you how know hard that's this actually was.
2: not a bad idea. If I send during one of the breaks here, if I send her like a, hey, sorry about last night text message before be, she even wakes right. up, that's a great start. Well,
1: you don't want to have this day be have a cloud over it because of the no sex on hideout population day. That's right. You just got to enjoy the city. I'll tell you city. what, man.
2: There are a lot of things in my life that have happened that I never thought would happen. This exact conversation is one of those things.
1: <laughs> on the air, no less, right? Yeah, I know. It's a tough, it's a weird I mean, time. mean, maybe
2: we have a conversation. Dude, you go to New York, you do a bunch of, like, grandiose sort of things. You know, there's some romance in the air. Sure. Doesn't happen for you.
1: But scheduled sex. Scheduled sex can ruin relationships. Yeah. For a, a stretch. I'm not saying for the long term. Right. But that's... Puts a lot of stress and pressure on things, does it not? It does. And not only that, I mean, it's just like... It It, it takes the love and passion out of it. Yeah. It's very, very difficult. The
2: spontaneity. It's
1: very difficult. I love difficult. the
2: spontaneity, don't right? you?
1: Well, and then you can't recreate the spontaneity either. It's like, all right, we have to do this. It seems like work. It's what it is, basically. I know. Uh, Especially when it's like, all right, now is the time. I have to. I know.
2: That's what I said to her. I go, look, I'm in
1: charge. Like, she doesn't have as much to do as, as, you know, we
2: have. There's things that we have to. I feel used sometimes with this. Right. I'm like, you're not even into me.
1: It's true. It's not me that you want. I went through this thing, man. Trust me. I know exactly what you're saying. It's not fun. It is a rough time. Just hope that it happens quickly. Because the, if it's a long stretch, I said you're not turned on by me, right? You're turned on by the thought of being a mother. Yes. Yeah, and then right, it only gets worse from there. You just you just take a backseat. <sighs> you just were just it just that's the way it works, man. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> send that. Send that. I'm sorry. Text and give it a shot yeah. today because it's not now. You got like an eight out of ten day today, so make sure maybe twice today. Is that the way it works? I don't know. I forget. I think that there's – I remember there's one day. It's like the height of it. And if there's – you know, if you, if you surround that height day with days before so if and after. So yesterday
2: was a 10, t- oops, today might be a 9? I don't know if
1: it's quite a 9, but it's it'll, it's better than if you wait a couple more days. I mean, you might, you might as well get right on it. Because, yeah. I mean, you're talking about several hours, right? Like if you – like we're, we're planning on having breakfast today. If you leave straight from that breakfast –
2: yeah, see, that's the thing. Is, is it like Cinderella? The the clock hits midnight? All right, the 10 turns into a 4.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. That's why I was, when we were trying to I'm have...
2: cynical of these apps that tell you,
1: aren't you? I yeah, mean... no, I was too, For because we were having problems for the longest time. Why are we not getting yeah. pregnant when we're following this ovulation scale? And I thought, is this thing really that accurate? Is it that accurate? Are we missing the day? Right. So finally, it ended up working out after... Much much consternation, but yeah, I would this is what I would do if I were you. Sorry text okay. before she wakes up. Yep. After breakfast going session. Handle business. Yeah.
2: Post Ten.
1: Post, yeah, post breakfast session. That's what I would do. I mean you might be a little bloated, a little tired, but last night you got the I'm tired, I don't have it in me thing. So you gotta That's what I would do. And then start thinking about it and get yourself geared up for it now.
2: Yeah, she tried to use some like baseball analogy on me too. Like, you know, why don't you want the ball in this situation? I'm like, what? <laughs> Who am I, what? Clayton Kershaw? Like, I'm not turning down Game Seven here. All right? <laughs> no, she did. Like, you gotta be. Why don't you want the ball?
1: Is she like questioning your manhood in that I situation? I d- guess I don't know.
2: I I don't. I thought. I think her. <laughs> you know, she knows me well enough. We're married. I think her. She thought she could use that kind of psychological warfare on me. Yeah. Where that would, like, trigger something in me. Like, wait a minute. it <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, you're like. <laughs> I'm only on two days rest, but, damn it, I'm going to give you five innings here. Right.
1: You know what You're like a, a goat on the mountain who's now standing up there, <laughs> like, ready to run into another goat. Okay, if you put it that way, let's go. Yeah. It is. It's a difficult time, it man. Is, man. It really <laughs> is, man. <laughs> Where she goes next. Like, all right. Listen, time's running out. Do you think Team's
2: down two. Yeah.
1: You're behind the three-point line. Yeah, you got a good look. You're passing the ball. She's
2: going to give me the Montana. I see John Candy in the crowd line next. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, All right. Well, there's no easy way to transition from this to... LeVar Ball, but how do you feel about LeVar Ball? Are you a LeVar Ball supporter or someone who really dislikes him like it seems like the rest of the world does?
2: I I think it's too, like, cliched to just say that I hate him. Right. I think there's some nuance to him, believe it or not. Oh, I do too. I, I would say the vast majority of what he represents I loathe, but I think once in a while he'll either say something or do something that I think you know what, if I'm in his situation, I I probably do the same thing.
1: It's amazing. I, I think he's made it really
2: hard on his on Lonzo, though.
1: Yeah, he, and Lonzo's been doing a nice job. I think it's he's making it harder on his other kids. I mean, I can't imagine being a teenager in Southern California and being pulled out of either UCLA or Chino Hills High School where you were like the man yeah. and being dropped into Lithuania. Like, I, that to me is just... Crazy, but... Couldn't it, he have picked, like, France? Yeah, I know. I don't understand why. I guess the coach, he gets along with the coach there. Maybe they're getting paid more there. I don't know. You would think that there'd be a better spot for them than Lithuania. But for every LeVar Ball action or statement that he makes that I dislike, he seems to follow it up with something that I do like. So he is the definition of a polarizing figure right. in sports because yep. of that. And there's a lot of people who just hate everything he does but the latest one now is trying to create this big baller brand league for players who don't want to go to college that avoid the one-and-done route. Mm-hmm. Now, he's got an idea that these guys are going to go out of high school, they'll join his league. He'll pay players from $3,000 a month up to $10,000 a month, and this will be a safe haven for those who don't want to go through college. And I'm sure this idea was born out of why do I have to, in this interim period with my kids, either send them to a college or have them go overseas to play? How come we don't have something here in the States to be able to fill that gap? And even though I like this idea, and I think that if... The, what do you like about it? I like the idea because I, don't, I think it's a farce to me that you have to go through the motions for a year in college to be able to go... To the NBA, if and, and if you don't want to do that and you don't want to follow that path, that there's not a lot of good options for a young, talented, bright future basketball player. So, like, if and and to me, the guys who go overseas, like some of them, you know, you sort of fall out of the. It's I know there's a lot of guys that are drafted. From Europe, a, a ton, but it's usually guys who are there, they're playing there, they've been there, they're natives of those countries. You don't see a lot of kids taking that risk. I thought going, when Brandon Jennings
2: back. did it, it was going to like take off, and it
1: didn't. It Nobody didn't. ended up doing it.
2: No, I know. So, and I, if, I kind of worked for him too.
1: And like these guys, there's so many. It did, but there's so many of these players that I'm sure want no part of college. They don't care. Doesn't mean anything to them. I don't even think they want a part of high school, to be honest with you. Probably not, but that's a little bit of a different story. No,
2: so the thing is, there's already when the when the NBA and I think like 2006 said, all right, like these high school kids are ma- are watering down our product. We need to we need to put this 19 year old sanction on our league or whatever it was. The D League said you can go right from high school to our league. And no one has taken them up on that offer. Yeah, Which, which to me wouldn't that be wouldn't that be the logical place for a lot of these guys to go? It's affiliated with the NBA. It's in the United States. You're not. If you look at the salary of D League players, it's not a lot of money, but it's probably close to what Ball is offering. And yet, that has been turned down or has been rejected as an idea for these guys?
1: I think a couple of reasons why. One, the stigma of it. It's like if you're in that league, you're a failure. You're not someone as a prospect that goes to, which is now the G League. Mm -hmm. Like it's a place for rehabilitation. It's not a place for launching of a career. It's a a minor league. Yeah, and that's that. And then also the ability to be able to play on television too, I think is a big deal. And I mean, are those games, are those games, ever on TV. Like, if you end up going, if you're a big time prospect, you end up going to Kansas or Duke. You're going to be on national television. That's mm-hmm. selling point, point. and also just the familiarity of that path. You know, I'm going to take a risk and then you know travel in the G League, making no money. Nobody has any idea where I am. Where I'm watching the guy that I played next to or against right. at Duke at the Garden. You know, well,
2: that's the irony of what Ball is doing then, because his kids, his kid Lonzo's one year at UCLA. Propelled all of this. Mm-hmm. It gave his dad a form to sit courtside or whatever and make these outlandish, ridiculous statements. It put him on the map. It, it made his son a more notorious player. Yep. If his kid had gone and played over in Europe for a year or in a minor league or in a league, like who's going to watch this league? Right. I mean, nobody. No, no, nobody's gonna watch so it. So it's not. A, so from what you're saying is, even though you're not getting a direct, well, even though technically you're not getting paid, what you're do if you're a one and done player, what you're doing for your brand by playing for a year at Duke or Kansas is helping you in the long run. Yeah, right.
1: Yes, I agree with that. So
2: that's that you would think would still not happen. That would not happen in this league.
1: It probably wouldn't. I. But the reason I still like it is just options. I don't like the fact that you're forced to do certain things when you're that talented at 18 years old. I like the fact that there's a there would be, and there's no way that his league, because he's so despised, is going to get the support that it needs to thrive. There's no way. Okay,
2: let's say your son is 16 years old, and he's a blue chip player, and you've got a decision to make, and you've got two options. You can send your son to Duke and play for Krzyzewski for a year, or you can send him to some... Rinky Dink league run by Levar Ball with a like an ex NBA outcast retread coach.
1: Well, it's economics. It's it's economics, right? Like if you're telling me that I can get if I'm in in a impoverished area, I'm having problems. Mm-hmm. And if you get a full scholarship, obviously, if you're if it's that much of a blue chip player. But if I can get, and I'm assuming now that the Clamps are going to be very tight on some of the corruption in college basketball after what we've seen the last couple of months. But if I can, I don't get, buy
2: that, by the way. But keep going.
1: If I can get ten thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. to play in this league, and I think that my son is that talented where he's not going to get lost in the wash, then certainly I'm going to go for that as opposed to something else in the short term. If I needed the money, for those who don't, no, it's not a good idea because. Building yourself into a superstar these days in basketball starts at big-time college basketball.
2: I'd love to know what those, like Emmanuel Moutier and Brandon Jennings and those guys, I'd love to know what they made over in like Spain or Italy or Australia for the one year that they were there. Because if you're talking about it strictly being a financial decision... In those spots, those European teams, those international teams, they take care of everything for you: Mm -hmm. your housing, your car, your food, everything. You know, it's not like here's ten grand for the month; do do whatever you want with it. Like they hook it up completely. Plus, the those European teams pay better. Yeah, and yet nobody does it. Probably because the cultural. aspect of it well think about us at 18 years old do we want to go i would have loved it dude i would have loved
1: it i disagree see brian says the same thing and i disagree i mean like it depends where you're going
2: oh i would have thrived in that situation (laughs) what
1: what situation? where though exactly napoli all right you think all right you're telling me italy or france
2: portugal i could have done just fine
1: right okay that's where these basketball leagues are, but like Lithuania and Latvia. See, that's and a bad. Ex- see, and- that's
2: a bad. Th- those are like last resort options.
1: But this is where the two most high profile prospects—they're not good. Yeah, but
2: well, if you're one of these five star kids, I think Melo's
1: okay. I think he's okay.
2: If the if uh, young, if Trey Young had decided I want to skip a year of college basketball and I want to play internationally, he's not going to Lithuania. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. It's like the Tel Aviv would sign him to play for a
1: year. Yeah, one point two million dollars from Moutier for that one year. By the way,
2: is what he got. Why don't more people do that? That uh, you want to talk about a financial decision that's rooted in getting your family out of poverty as quickly as you can. Why not take that every time?
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, is the answer it's just familiarities? The best way I can. Figure it. And you grow up, you love basketball, you get into the tournament, you think about, well, it depends where you're from, too. If you're someone from the South, you want to play You know, on the East Coast, you want to play at UNC, you want to play at Duke. That's something you always dreamed of doing. If you're out on the West Coast, you want to be a, a member of the UCLA basketball team. I don't like team. to
2: paint people with a broad b- brush, but if you had to guess, those kids, their goal in life, is it playing You know, at the Dean Dome? Or no. is it, no, it's, it's to get it's, the, it's NBA. the money,
1: right? It's to get to the NBA and it's, it's to be LeBron or Kobe or Steph Curry and, and get paid a gazillion dollars. Certainly, right. but there's got to be a reason why more people aren't doing that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, especially if it's a place like, like France or Italy, that, that makes more sense. The Lithuania thing to me is crazy. Totally crazy. I don't know. I can't figure out why. Is it because of the money that they are getting paid at the collegiate level? That is not talked about all the time. I mean, is that what it is? Is it the 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 money that the family gets no, by I think deciding? Wh-
2: I think it's what you said before. I think it's the fact that when you go- you know it's going to be a short term thing, and there are going to be benefits that come from playing with that kind of spotlight on you in college for a year. Yeah, the endorsement deals, the sneaker deals. You know, the fact that you are a national. You have a national profile as an amateur for a year, and you're going to use that equity that you built up that one year to make money outside of your rookie contract.
1: And those college basketball coaches probably sell that so well; they probably, oh yeah, they sell that so you're telling me
2: you don't think he sells? That's all he does. Yeah,
1: you're telling me you want to go. Look at all the guys that I put into the league right away, and they're thriving. You're telling me you're going to go over to France? You can't. The food's different. What's your favorite food? Well, you like Chick-fil-A? You think there's Chick-fil-A's over there in Paris? <laughs> like, that's probably what they do. There right? might be. I mean, maybe there are. I don't know. But that's probably what he does. He's probably great at that. Yeah. You know, as, as whereas, like, the French coach is like. I'll tell you what. In
2: Amanda's American Town in Beijing, there's a Chick-fil-A. not <laughs> <laughs> <right>. that much.
1: <laughs> the artist renderings of American Town in, in <laughs> Beijing. It's certainly right there. You're
2: like, everyone is
1: dying <laughs> <laughs> closed be closed on, closed on Sundays. All right, what do you think about LeVar Ball's big baller brand league instead of going and playing college basketball? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Just getting started. Giannotti and Filippone, keep it right here.
0: Give us a call right now,
1: 855-212-4CBS. It is Gio and Jones (laughs) on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Filippone in for Brian the next couple days. Sean in Tennessee is a guy who calls us. He knows everything about everything.
2: Okay. So he's got if, advice on the ovulation thing? No. Well,
1: <laughs> I was going to find out if he knew anything about American town in China. But if Sean is listening this morning, he may or may not. He, he dips in and out. Some days he listens. Some days he doesn't. But if, if there's a man who knows about American town in China... Then it would it would it would be him. He would have visited, and he'll send us pictures. Okay, so maybe he's out there, and he can give us some advice on that. All right, Bogish is here. bogish uh, Andrew missed the height ovulation day with his wife I, I last heard. night. Yeah, and
0: I mean that's a big problem, right? Mm, yeah, that's a huge problem. But uh, I've, I've we've all been in that. We're not we're not pieces of meat, right? It's we're not tough. machines. Yeah, I know. And- we need to
1: be romanced. Did part of you say no to like send a message to on height ovulation day? Because I found myself doing that in that same situation where I was like, you know what, I'm not into this. Like I'm not I, I'm I'm laying the I'm drawing my line in the sand with this. I, I I would still eventually cave, but did part of you do that either consciously or subconsciously? Like no. It's, I don't care about like I,
2: I'm going to put my foot down moment.
1: Yeah, like, listen, I'm here. I did these shows. I got up early. I went to Rolf's pop-up Christmas bar with you and waited on a line to get in. Mm-hmm. I saw multiple proposals at the tree. Like, I, like, I've done everything you've wanted
2: today. I'm not going to do the thing that I should enjoy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, which is crazy. Right. But it's a mentality thing. Do you think that?
1: that any part of you that went to that decision or you were just absolutely tired and you didn't want to do it?
2: No, I think subconsciously you're onto something. Okay. All right, good. Thought so. It's but again, it gets back to what, what has happened to me? Because when I was 25 years old, you do all those things thinking, hey, when I get back to the hotel room, she's going to want to do this. Right. I know. Now I'm hoping she doesn't want to do it. <laughs> I know. What is that all
1: about? I know. Because there's
0: no what fun. What happened
1: to me? There's no there's no fun in scheduled sex. There really isn't. There's no fun. I mean,
0: except the sex part. But I get what but you're saying. Even,
1: right. But even then, it's not...
0: It's not the same. No, and it is amazing that forever, we all we wanted to do was that. And, then, and now here it is being demanded of us. Right. Then, eh. then I'm like,
2: can you put that Wofford game back on, please? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I can just see.
1: I could feel the tension in that hotel room last night, having lived the same exact thing. I'm watching
2: the show. <laughs> We've got, like, the Fox Business channels, the show where, like, guys just get left, like, antiques by their, like, Dead relatives. Yeah. And so I turned the T V on. The first words out of this guy's mouth was like, My dead uncle left me guns. And I'm like, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> they were worth they were worth like two hundred thousand dollars. Wow, good for him. And meanwhile she's laying in the bed
1: stewing that height ovulation day is slipping through it's your like fingers. Ten out of ten. Ten right. out of ten. 10, right. ten out of ten. And then you're just watching the yeah. Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, with a smile on your face, pretty much. Have and you think today. she called her her mom? And complained I think she about did. It. Yeah, oh. I think
2: she went the mom route. That's really, a you know, get the guilt trip.
1: When, while you were there,
2: she like stepped outside, and made a phone call, or you just no. I think I'm a pretty. I'm 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 speculating here. Okay. It's an educated guess, but okay. I think that the the go to person here would be, "Hey, mom, you believe this guy, Nick." Made a mistake here. You want to be a grandma? Not happening. Because this jerk (laughs) would rather
1: watch Fox Business's antique bequeathing show.
2: As opposed
1: to to supposed to having sex with his wife.
2: It's
1: crazy the world we live in. And by the way, mom, do you know if there's an American town in Beijing?
0: (laughs) Another thing we've been banning about. All right, Bogus, you got an update for us? Not sure if you guys have noticed, but the Chicago Bulls have not lost since Nico Miritich returned from his broken face, courtesy of teammate Bobby Portis.
2: DJ Augustine on Lopez. Threw it away. Intercepted by Dunn. Dunn with the spin. Behind the back pass to Valentine. Another, no more pass in the finish to Miritich. Oh! Baby, want to
0: play by the Bulls. Chuck Swirsky, Bulls Radio, Miritich, 15 points, 10 rebounds. Denzel Valentine with 16, 10, and 5 assists in Chicago's 7th straight win. 112-94 over the Magic. Can they get to 8 in a row tonight in Cleveland? Why not? I mean, why not? I mean, we, we are going there to win, of course. That's miretic. He <laughs> should,
1: should talk all the time. Why did you bunch me in Zvez? Vabi Duvin I love when Vs work their way into words that start with W's in certain accents.
0: You don't hear it enough.
1: Yeah, I know. For I, my <laughs> liking, at least. I, I know. That's why Miritich, he needs to speak every game after every
0: game. Well, the Warrior win streak is now 10 <laughs> after a 97-84 final over the Grizzlies, but the Rocket win streak doesn't get to 15. The Lakers, a 122-116 win at Houston. Despite 51 from James Harden, San Antonio a 93-91 win in Portland. The Raptors outscored the Hornets 129-111. The Heat a 90-89 victory in Boston. The Pistons a 110-93 loss in Dallas. College Hoops, 5th ranked North Carolina stunned at home by Wofford. The Terriers a 79-75 victory, snapping the heels 23-game home winning streak. Meanwhile, all giggles on Duke radio. Here's Duvall in the paint. Got airborne, finds Carter. Oh, he can dunk it as well. And oh. he knocks that one down from inside. <laughs> I'm glad that's been determined. <laughs> 71-21, Duke by 50. Having a lot of fun here tonight Who's before that? they break for the holidays. Who's that snarky color guy? Uh, that's John Roth <laughs> working with David Shoemate. Oh, wow. you, you can't find, like, an
2: ex-Duke player of some notoriety and some guy's like, man, hey, we
0: already knew that.
2: Like, <laughs> I no, that was easy. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you're not playing,
1: man. Like, you know, you're just a guy who's watching and you got that much attitude.
0: Yeah, well, they beat Evansville 104-40, so <laughs> uh, it was time to goof around. Uh, another lopsided bowl game last night. Louisiana Tech blitzing SMU 51-10. In the Frisco Bowl, the L.A. Rams have lost Pro Bowl kicker Greg Zerline for the rest of the season. He's having surgery this morning for a, say it slowly, herniated disc in his back. (laughs) The Cleveland Indians have reportedly signed first baseman Yonder Alonzo for two years and $16 million. Nashville awarded an MLS expansion franchise yesterday. The league will pick another city out of Cincinnati, Sacramento, and Detroit. And on ice, the Blues lost in Calgary 2-1. That's four losses in five games for St. Louis, guys. All right, Bogus, thanks. So yeah, speaking, there are way
2: too many MLS teams.
0: Yeah, there's, they're trying to be another one. They're expanding again, right? Yeah, is to that, 25. I don't right. know why they want an odd number.
1: Yeah, there was a guy that from Sacramento that we've talked to on this show. It's an affiliate of ours. Dave, who used to be Carmichael Dave, but now he only wants to go by Dave for some reason. It's a touchy subject, which is <laughs> weird <appears> to me. <laughs> but he was here doing his show from here, and I said, what the hell are you doing? He's like, oh, it was Sacramento. You know, we're trying to get this MLS team, and I'm a part of the pitch or whatever. And I was like, wow. I like, look at you with some juice in that town. And But I don't – and then apparently it's a big deal. They really desperately want this MLS team. Whoa. Yeah, bigger deal on the West Coast, I guess, as opposed and to here. And he's an
2: on-air host who yeah. had a name, and he changed it yeah. midstream?
1: Right. Because of the soccer thing? Not because of the soccer thing. Because of something else. Very, very sketchy. Very weird. I don't know. Mike, you went through this whole thing with him. Remember? Yeah, I do. I don't know why he changed his name, but I would book him for another show, and he was Carmichael Dave, (laughs) and now he's just Dave. Right, and he's like, he makes sure you know that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no more,
2: it. no more Carmichael. I mean, how right? does that work in the radio business? Like, you're not Madonna. Your name's just Dave. Yeah.
1: Coming up, it's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in Sacramento, if you're the Dave on the radio, right? Tune in to Dave. <laughs> like, what is that? I love the people who change their names in radio, though.
2: <laughs> to the most generic first name. I
1: know, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you want to know, know what happened? <laughs> Last night in sports, there's only one man to listen to, Dave.
2: <laughs> Find
1: out what the Kings
2: are doing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Your <Hey>. source for, <laughs> hey, it's Dave here with all your hard hitting sports news.
0: He's a Dave. Really, he's a really good.
1: He's a really good guy, though. I don't want to be making fun of him. I actually really like this guy. But yeah, now he's just Dave. Dave in the morning, Dave, and they fired all his co-hosts and Carmichael. Oh, wow, yeah, and Carmichael. Yeah, maybe his other personality. Maybe that, that was can the ultimatum. Yeah, again. if
2: you don't change your name to <laughs> Dave,
1: you're... but this Carmichael thing—it's way too cumbersome for our production guys. Sick of reading. Provost. Listen,
2: pal, if you want to work here,
1: <laughs> you're just Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. These names that get changed in radio are just hilarious to me. Like, like we had a program director, Terry Fox with two X's. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? I know he was Terry Floyd and Terry Terran Terry Floyd is that's not a, a good radio name. Yes, and he went with Fox with two X's. Right, what was it? Uh, Mike McCann guy here is his r- real last name is is Tauss, and he believed that that was going to. Prevent him from getting jobs, he said. Isn't that the
2: story?
0: Like, his, his name was too...
2: I believe so. That's usually what the story is with all these guys.
0: Yeah. I thought about it for a second. Thought about what? Because no one can say my last name correctly. Yeah, you still have problems with that. Andrew Bogert. And, right. Yeah, the... the Boggish.
1: <laughs> Boggish. and Bogut, Bogut. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, in 27,
0: well, what would you change it to? Uh, I would have used my middle name. I would have been <laughs> Andrew Ryan.
1: Oh, I'm such a douche. Well, I mean, Andrew I wasn't
0: Burgus. gonna make up a last name, so I was like, just gonna cut it out all together.
1: <laughs> this is eight eighty. It tosses. It to this. one woman who never gets it right. Listen, it
0: Andrew Burgess.
2: Borgish.
1: <laughs> There's not even an R there.
2: Yeah, Andrew Burgess. Andrew Burgess. sounds like a Russian
1: dish. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly does. I well, I'm lucky that somehow this nickname sort of happened for me because Giannotti's a little cumbersome, yeah. and you have one too with Pony. Yeah. So that that works, but I we don't cut think through.
2: You cut through. We
1: cut through. We're not just Dave. Um, yeah, but I can see that being a thing, you know, wanting to change your name because of that, because it's cumbersome. Right. Not because, like, you know, whatever uh, heritage you have is going to be a problem in getting hired. Gino
0: and Jones on CBS <laughs> <Sports> <laughs> Radio.
1: Who's that? Earl Campbell.
0: <laughs> the- wow.
1: The best part about that is when it's done, everybody screams, GEO, Geo. Yeah. Geo. Oh. 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 That <laughs> <And> guy. <God. Brian. laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, Earl, man. Oh. Oh. The nicest gift I've ever gotten from a guest, though, was that Earl Campbell signed jersey.
2: Oh, there was a story behind that. T- <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, me too. Know. That's right. My number one's Nolan Ryan steaks. Really? Yeah.
1: Wow. So how about this this was a hilarious. So there were Earl Campbell joins us on the show. We get a package a couple weeks later. There's two signed jerseys in there. And one of them says to Brian, you know, all best wishes whatever Earl Campbell. And the other one Mike pulls out and he's like I see him like whispering around the newsroom, you know, like hey, look at this. It's like Earl Campbell sent me a jersey and Brian a jersey. And I, you know, and I was like, good for Mike, you know, I mean, usually the producer doesn't get, I was in that same situation. I never got a thing as a producer, but good for him. He got this signed Jersey. He's showing everybody brings it back to Spitz. Look, Earl Campbell signed a Jersey for me. And then I looked closer at it and it was to geo. And because of his handwriting, Mike thought it was an M instead of a G And he thought it was to him, and then I ended up taking the jersey. But then he ended up sending me a jersey a couple days later anyway. So it all worked out. It all worked
2: out. Do you know? That was an M. (laughs) It was was an M, I it too. Why wasn't the Mike jersey in the initial package? Just an oversight on his part? I don't know.
1: I think he ended up hearing about it. I think. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I think Brian reached out to his son and was like, he actually did something nice for it." I was like, are you sure? I think so. Really? I'm pretty sure. We're going to get you a jersey, man. I remember (laughs) him saying something like that. Yeah, I think he did something nice for you. Gino? <laughs> that's, that's me, Earl. All right. Uh, come up next, a lot of drama with a Steelers wide receiver. We'll give you the latest saga next. You're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports
0: Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: I've talked about this before. It's tough, man, when you do these jobs. Like Twitter, I've got wide open, obviously. Facebook, same thing, wide open. I just want one social media platform that's my own. Yeah. And I think what I'm going to have to do is start a – like make the Instagram account that I have now public and then start a new one because I don't – I just – like there's times I enjoy posting stuff and taking pictures, I enjoy that on Instagram. And like, what I don't Why want. Why can't you
2: put that on your public Instagram, Greg?
1: Because you, there's going to be people that end up saying, like, you'll go out to dinner with Gina or whatever on a, whatever, her birthday or something. And mm-hmm. then, like, some guy will write some nasty thing about my take on the Knicks underneath it. I don't want to deal with that stuff. You know, I just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I want to separate the two. If I'm out on a boat, I want to take a picture of the water. I don't need some guy like, you're an idiot for saying this or yeah. your show sucks or what. I don't need that. In that particular realm of my life. So
2: the private Instagram is going to be for friends only? Yeah. Okay.
1: That's what I'd like to do. And then the other one I can post stuff about work. I got to just pick my nose. Let me deal with that for a second.
2: (laughs) What is going on here? I
1: was a booger that was hanging right out. And I had to do something about it. And instead of pretending like it wasn't going on, I just came right out with it. Is that all right? (laughs) Sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start (laughs) earning instantly. Rewards members earn five dollars back for every hundred fifty points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free, and only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts: Better parts, better prices every day. Martavis Bryant finally had a good moment this season in that game against the Patriots. He finally showed up in a. Big situation, the most important game for the Steelers the entire year and did some positive things. And now there's more negativity back in the news as his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever, on Twitter ends up putting out all sorts of personal business of theirs or how he's cheating on her and all these Mm -hmm. things. So now he's back with a negative story following him. You've been watching this guy entire year doing shows in Pittsburgh. I mean, it just he seems like to me one of these guys that just can't figure it out or can't get out of his own way or at this stage of his life he just doesn't have the tools to be able to rise above these things. It's just amazing. I finally thought he had, he had gotten there. Like like when did Sunday, you think that? Sunday was his moment. Really? Yeah, I really did. I mean, didn't you even tweeted something out about him? Like, oh man, I tell you, it's been a terrible year for his knucklehead. But boy, is he coming up in a big situation and doing some things. And I was like, maybe this is the thing. He has this great game against New England. Antonio Brown's going to be out next week. You know, maybe he grows now. And and this is this is a good situation. Put that all behind him, and now we got another story. something in his personal life. Someone going ham on him <laughs> for, uh, for cheating.
2: Do people nationally get? a good sense of what a incredible physical talent he is and yet what a disaster or disappointment he's been? I think so. Is there a good... I, because he has the skill set physically to be one of the best wide receivers in the entire league. If we put every NFL wide receiver on a field and, you know, no names on the back of their jerseys, you were watching the guys for the first time and you just made evaluations on them based on what they looked like in that setting, like a practice combine setting, I think people would look at him and say he's one of the best players here. Yeah, it's the it, And I, I believe that he will never, never be a good player in this league. I don't think he'll ever – he's 26. I don't think the light bulb just goes on for guys. You miss a whole entire year for being suspended. You come back and you demand a trade the next year – and you're in and out of the lineup, you get suspended because you rip one of your teammates. Uh, He will continue to get chances, Greg. He won't, like, fizzle out of the league after this season. Somebody will always say, I see what this guy can do. Like, in that New England game, makes a one-handed catch, diving catch. We'll make him into a number one wide receiver. But I think his lot in the NFL is destined to be the guy that bounces around and never amounts to much.
1: Is he a bad dude? Is he a knucklehead? Is he just someone who hasn't figured it out yet because he's immature? What do you think? I think he's someone that is never going to figure it out in the time frame of the NFL just because of exactly what you said. If you're humbled by a year's suspension and then you come back and still act like that, then there's obviously something wrong there. I don't know if he's a bad guy. I just think that he's totally immature with no ability to grasp the situation. It's probably what it is. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean.
2: These these are the most frustrating athletes to me. The guys that if they if they clicked, if it made sense to them, they'd be incredible. And they just never, never get there. Right. The coach's
1: worst nightmare. Coming up next, Rob Manfred on the defensive about what's going on in Miami. Did a radio interview with Dan Lebitard yesterday. I don't think I've ever heard a commissioner that frazzled on the phone ever. G. Owen Jones, coming right back, CBS Sports Radio.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.